damn them all. I was told we'd cruise the seas for American gold. We'd fire no guns, shed no tears. Now I'm a broken man on a Halifax beer. The last of Barrett's privateers. Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? It's Intergalactic Interviews, and I am MD of the Boomsday Alliance. And uh, how you doing, folks? This is episode 16, and i got to be honest with you. Who am I sitting here with but none other than my blood brothers, G-Tone of Shockload slash Spree Killer slash The Strugglers, and none other than special guest flying in, no other from Ontario, Jordan McDonald. How you doing? Jordan on tour. Ladies. Ladies. Follow him on Twitter. What are you doing? That words. Hello. Give me your fucking energy. I hate everything about your low energy. Hey! Right How you doing? How you doing, folks? You doing? Did you have a great holiday? That's great. Did you get lots of gifts? That's awesome. Hey, listen. Did you choke on turkey? I fucking hope one of you did. And listen. Hey. Oh, that's a pretty mean thing to say did to start off the season. The gravy. Yeah. Did you deep fry a frozen turkey and therefore burn down your house? Because that is the number one cause of fires during the holidays. What happened? What about fires in Kenora, Ontario? What? Well, What's going story. on in our hometown, oh, Jordan? Why are people burning down their houses every five ways? I think Trying it's to a stay conspiracy. Warm. It's a conspiracy. What do you mean? Conspiracy. Talk about it. They're burning their houses down to collect insurance so that they can move out of the fucking area. Because Kenora, Ontario area. is now the uh, North Pole. If you uh, haven't noticed. It's, it's pretty fi- goddamn cold. It's How minus cold 50 is it? in our hometown right now. Minus 50. It's colder than the North Pole. Colder than Mars. Colder than Mars. Yeah, I read that the other day. It's colder than Mars. It's colder than Mars in the uh, northwestern Ontario area, specifically Kenora. It's pretty bad. And that's where we're all from. We're all blood brothers. And uh, yeah, folks, we talked about this a little we, bit before. We but slit our fingers open and we traded blood. Yeah. This it, is how... I hope none of us have <laughs> yeah. AIDS. And now one of you has hepatitis. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. 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 Now all of you have hepatitis. <laughs> now all of you have hepatitis. Well, listen, uh, Jordan, we're really glad to have you here. You flew in the other day. You went to Whistler. You had a, went to a bachelor party or something like that. Did you enjoy yourself? That was your first time in Whistler. Oh, that we, was the big deal? Oh, it was a bachelor party. It was oh, a bachelor party. Well, now, now the cat's out of the bag. Yeah, what the fuck? What happened? Yeah, put that cat out of Titties. the bag. Tell us. Tell us. It was really tame. No, let, tame. Us, uh, let us the fuck in. He doesn't listen to this shit. Bachelor party in Whistler with rich people. Yeah. Tame. Oh, tame. I bet. I'm sure nothing happened. Nothing happened at all. The last bachelor party I went, KTR had his bachelor party in Whistler. It was fucking awesome. Okay. I, be, I bet you no drinks were had and no fun was had. No drinks were we, had. Uh, we None. actually we woke up at about uh, seven thirty every morning. Went had a full breakfast and went skiing all day. Some of us went snowboarding and you know then we we went to bed by about six o'clock every night. It was pretty cool. That's the least rock and roll thing I've ever fucking heard in my None life. None of that happened. Tell <laughs> me something that actually happened, Rad. Right now. Right now. Off the top of your head, don't even think about it. Just there talk. had to have been some naked titties. Just tell me, did you see titties at least? I I can't comment on what happened. Yes, this you can. You know what? I'm so glad you said that because this brings us to our new segment. It's called Too Offensive. Too Offensive, ladies. One day I'll have a sound cue right there that you goes. You should just make one. Too offensive. You should just make one. Yeah. That's it right there. Well, like, well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Too Offensive. Now, this is where I'm going to give the option of the guest to say too offensive. And if they do so, the audience will know that there's something there to be said, obviously. Okay. But but it's it's your filler answer if you don't want to give the real answer. Do you understand what I'm okay. saying? Yeah. Okay. So, Jordan, your too offensive question for the, your visit is this. Jordan McDonald, what does it feel like to have banged out the majority 
of your age group in the city that you live. Oh my god, I Ready. am not even commenting on this. Is this uh, you have an answer? Think about it. Everyone's is this legit. Listening. This is a this is an answer. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. I don't Too know offensive? where this is coming it, from. Well, wait, population of sixteen thousand people. There can only be so many daughters your age in right. the vicinity. Thank you. How many daughters? Let's uh, say what a hundred. Can we just say this like the biggest fucking cock block comment or question I've ever? Too you're offensive? making it that too way. Offensive or what? Yeah, you're making too offensive. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, whatever, there it is. Know. I tried to build you up as a god, but here we are. Okay, look. Good thing uh, you have your big brother here to, lo- to help right. you along. G-Tone sorted you the fuck out. Hey, thanks, G-Tone. Yeah, because your other big brother doesn't what, give bro, a damn. too offensive? Yeah. <laughs> too offensive! <laughs> 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 Do you have, uh, G-Tone, I, I have, a, I have a, a pass for you because uh, you were just on the show last episode. You didn't get a episode. too offensive question? Well, no, because... Technically, you're the Segment's guest guest, but G-Tone, G-Tone's special guest. I wanted guest. to hear his two offensive questions. Well, I don't know. I'd have to think of one. I don't think he's got one. Think about it. We'll go back to it later on another edition I will of, think, I will on another edition of Too Offensive. Yeah. 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 Ooh, nice. With the, nice. With the little ah at the end. Nice. I like your style, G-Tone. Yeah, G-Tone, when did you start wearing bandanas? Like Bandanas? Years ago, bro. Yeah, years ago, bro. Years ago, bro. 18 months. 18 months ago. What did you start saying? Killer, killer. Couch is the sweat, man. Uh, I sweat all the time. What about, I don't know, like way more than usual. I, I probably sweat on like 40% more than the average person I run into all the time. I sweat. It's true. You were sweating when you came in the other day, Jordan, at the condo. You came in. I was like, oh, here's, I like granted you had bags and stuff. because you live in fucking Port Moody or some shit. Do you always make it's a true. sound farther than I where I live? He's like, hey, am I going to come do the podcast in Surrey? Surrey. I'm like, Surrey? Medicine well, we're in Golden. Just yeah. coming past Medicine Hat. <laughs> yeah, I'll be dude, there in two hours. Want to meet me in Banff? I'm going to be doing this podcast. <laughs> Jesus. Just every time, like, farther north and east. <laughs> if I wanted to ride a train for eight hours, I'd fucking well, buy a ticket. I, I was... <laughs> what? <laughs> you you saw my you saw my suitcase I have right yeah it's a it's a little flamboyant dude that that suitcase looks like it's owned by a, a forty eight year old woman who had problems earlier in life. Just, you just offended uh, dude it's kind of, wait let me describe girl. it G-Tone's never seen it <laughs> it's just it's like a luggage it's like the size of that AC over there that that huge unit over there it's a big and, piece of luggage and it's it, all it is is covered in like Las Vegas Miami that's not Florence. What it, it's yeah, dude, it has a jet setter. Dude, it has a Florence tag on it. What are you talking about? It is like the least normal looking suitcase it's, ever. It's and perfect so, for Jordan on tour. So everywhere yeah. I go with this thing, I borrowed it from Amanda. I borrowed it from Dooley. Wait, it's Dooley. Oh, it's a Dooley box. Oh, Jesus. It's a Dooley box. I'm just insulting it, and it's like our brother's girlfriend. Nice. Well, I don't give a shit, fuck. It still fucking doesn't look right on you. Yeah, I know. So anyways, the reason why I was all sweaty is because I didn't really like being seen with it on the, because everyone on the SkyTrain has nothing better to do than look at everyone else, right? So here I am <laughs> sitting with this, with this everyone. luggage, and, like, and like, people do this. You ever notice when someone's so embarrassed that for you that they look at you once and they don't want to look again? Like, if you ever if you ever have something on your face, yes, they'll look I, at it once. I know that very well. Yeah, I know I'm that sorry. feeling so well. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, I was really embarrassed. So uh, I was, like, chugging it up the stairs, and, like, it's right. not light. Chugging. Chugging it? You mean... Dragging it? No, chugging it. I like I had it. What? There's, there's an elevator at his building, you know. Yeah. Why you, you did you took the stairs? Yeah, you're only he on the lives 13th on the thirteenth floor. floor. Oh, sorry, fourteenth floor. You know what floor you live you on. You know what floor you live on, Hedberg. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is that's weird. Is like, isn't it weird that like in 2013 we still live with buildings that don't correspond with their actual floor because people are worried 
about things being haunted. Like, superstition? Yeah. Oh, we didn't even talk about this. Speaking of superstition, this building we're in right now, ladies and gentlemen, we're no longer recording from the fucking wonderful comforts of uh, my living room. We're now recording at Amp Records. I can't believe I failed to mention this. Uh, we're in a vault. We're in a, the bank vault at Amp Records, which is their studio, and it's beautiful. What does it look like in here? Black Feels and- like we're running out of air. You're probably going to choke to death, dude. You think you're going to pass out? It's getting really thick. Getting thick air. Are you starting to like see things? Are you starting to have like stars? Bank deposit slips coming I through see your two head? Stars. Oh. oh. What a nice guy, eh? He sees two stars. What a nice oh. guy. Oh. That's a classic I'll give move. You both two stars. Yeah. That, hey. Oh. <laughs> oh. This guy. Oh. Yeah. A nice little twist yeah. there. It's like, <laughs> like I really enjoyed Shockload's new album, Attractive Distraction. Out now, ladies and gentlemen. Did you gentlemen. say Chocolate? Yeah, Chocolate. I really enjoyed. Chocolate. I really chocolate. En- I like Chocolate's new album. I really enjoyed. Chocolate is an attractive distraction yeah. indeed. Yeah. I really enjoyed Chocolate's new album, Attractive Distraction, out now on Bandcamp. Go ahead and check it out right now. But, uh, you know, I, I have to give it probably like, I give it 10 stars. Two stars. 10 stars. 10 stars out of how many? 100. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty, dude, that's, that's, that's 10%. 1%? That's, that's, that's 10 percent rating. That was terrible that's math. That's pretty good. Math, yeah. what, how many percent did you say? One. 1%. One <laughs> I'm just going to throw a number out there. I don't care how many percent. <laughs> One dude, fraction. There's, there's a lot of skilled craftsmen in our presence here, obviously. One fraction One of fraction 100. of fucking 10. Yeah. No, uh, honestly, Shockload's new. Shit in the face, why don't you just fucking move that mic around a little bit more? Push yo. That's some that's some hip hop shit. I don't know if you know that. It's like yo, I'll come up in your cipher and punch your mic around. That's like I just did that. Yeah, you like that? I'll come up in your cipher. <laughs> I'm pretty. I'll show, pretty up, I'll show up in the back of your vortex. Well, like RZA shows up, and then Bobby Digital come up in. I'm not familiar with these references. What you don't? Oh, you don't like music, eh? No, no, I'm more into greeting cards lately. Really? Pretty broad, broad, broad spectrum in this room. Pretty broad spectrum. Yeah, pretty so broad. Yeah, look at the broad yeah. spectrum. Yeah. I don't pretty think we've ever talked about this. In this room. I don't think we've ever talked about this, but uh, Jordan, uh, you primarily do acoustic singer-songwriter That's stuff. not true anymore. Okay, go ahead. Dispel the myth. I am playing in, much like my brother, g a number of Eight different bands. bands right now. How many bands? I play in 15,000 bands right now. Holy, Holy fuck. How do you split the time? Do you practice Jesus. once they all every 10 years? fucking no one gets <laughs> any <actually> practice. <laughs> <laughs> and they all center around you. You're the one beacon that they, they're all waiting on you. Oh, man. When Jordan gets here, it's oh, going to be man. awesome. It's going to be on when he comes here four years from now. We have our one practice. Yeah, but he's got so much other stuff they on his plate. Yeah, but first. he's good, dude. He's worth it. He's worth totally it. Totally worth waiting. Yeah. Dude, we're going to tour. Street cred. 2023, 20, we're going to be touring Street cred, fucking man. big time. Yeah. Uh, how does that feel? How does that feel? Uh, I don't actually So, what are the minutes. projects? Tell us. So, please tell us. Uh, what, what are the projects? What do you want to hear about first? Well, what are you doing now? You, you're, you're supposed to be a solo fucking heartthrob. The most what important. Else? Well, that's, that's really Let's cool. Let's break too, it down by yeah, most important. Well, well, no, because I don't want anyone to feel bad, the people I play with. Okay, so, oh, Jesus. Okay, so we're sitting here with okay, Jordan. Let's, let's McDonald's. shake it up like a Yahtzee cup. Yeah. And just toss out the. The, the, the first, Yahtzee the cup, first so. one. Thank you, that, thank you, G Tone. Okay, so, hold Yahtzee on. Cup, totally random. Tell us this way. This is the best way I, I do it. Okay. The oldest project that you're in, the one Ooh. that you were in before all the rest. Oh, that's, that's right. My stuff then. Yeah. So uh, your solo. My solo stuff, uh, which also kind of corresponds into a project called North Shore. Uh, basically, it's my my own original material. Shout out to Vancouver. That's right. Shout out. 
That's North. not where the name North Shore came That's from. That's not where did it come from then? <laughs> we are in the North Shore of Lake of the Woods. <laughs> the North Shore is always the heavy, heaviest beaten with uh, with cold winds and and piles of snow. The cold front. The North Shore is that symbolic? I didn't, I didn't know that, but that's why we named it that. Oh, jeez. Why did you name it that? Uh, it was actually I I uh, used to come up with band names, and then uh, I came up with my old band name, the Me Monster, and Me Monster was rad. You guys toured for a bit. And you know what's the worst part about the Me Monster, though? You're standing on stage with Please people. Please tell said, us the worst part. The, what's about the, the Mii worst Monsters? part about no, the Me Monster? No, but the name, the Me Monster. Uh, you'd say they're like, "What's your band called?" Like the Me Monster. They're like theme monster? No, the Me Monster. The mean monster? No, theme the me monster. monster. Anytime you have to tell someone seven times what your actual name is, it's not a good name. It's not a good name. The it's not meme a good name. monster. But the me monster is that from that uh, that that dude's that comedian Brian Regan. Brian Regan stand up routine. Yes, that's, yeah. a, that's where I got that from. Yeah, do you like Brian Regan? I love Brian Regan. Do you know he's like one of the cleanest comics around? Very, very yeah. clean. And you're also a big Jim Gaffigan fan, aren't you? Yeah, I like Jim Gaffigan. Why do you like clean comics so much? Are you a big, big uh, like a Bill Crosby fan too? Is like Bill, Bill Crosby, Cosby, Bill Crosby, Crosby, Sydney, Bing? Sydney Cosby, Sydney Bing Crosby, Sydney Cr- Crosby. Okay, are you a fucking fan of c- clean comics? God damn it! I like uh, all comedy. I like uh, why? Yes, I like comedy. I showed you Jim Jeffries today. Did you like him? That was very, very good. That was pretty good. But eh? Quite dirty. I yes, love Jim Jeffries. He's. Awesome. I didn't really like it because he swore. What what other group are you in? You're in solo. You I, uh, I play you make them. acoustic heartthrob music. Acoustic core. Acoustic core. Nice. I like that fucking. I saying. play in a metal group. I sing in a metal group called Righteous Cowboy Lightning. Really? Okay. Hold on. Righteous Cowboy Lightning. Can you give us a fucking couple bars right now? Uh, Come on, you're a professional. Righteous. It's not Cookie Monster. <laughs> that was Jito. It's not Cookie Monster. Every, what if everyone thought that was Jordan? Righteous Cowboy Lightning. That's what I'm doing it. Now this is my... Pre- Righteous Cowboy Lightning. That's exactly what we sound like. It's, it's both of those put together. You know what? You should be scared because they, they just heard your brother... Righteous Cowboy Lightning. They, they just heard both your brothers out vocalize you. Well, that's and they're like, easy. Why are we dealing with this guy when we have all this talent over here? Yeah. Okay, let's. Your, okay, your best us. hook. I'm Give us your best hook. Your best hook. Come on. I'm not doing that. Do on right the now. fucking Do line. That's not how that Do works. it. Come on, man. Dude, lay it down. Lay it down. listening to you right now, and they're like, why Why isn't he doing it? He must not this be a cool guy. Destiny. He I'm must, not Jack Black. He must not be a cool Do it. He must not be a cool guy. Get your pitch, you fucking fuck. Get your pitch. Cover one ear. Do it. Nowadays. Okay. Everybody want to talk? Like they got something oh, to say. Oh, this guy. Now they want to move the lips like a bunch of gibberish. Okay, I'm not doing it. That's what the point of that. You know what? You, everyone at home is just went, oh, like that. Mm-hmm. You know, the amount of disappointment, I wish I could put it in a cup and make they you drink fucking, it. I can't just... I can't they just logged on. This is, this is, they logged on to hear it. They want to hear... And you, you're holding yeah, it back, they, This bro. is the first time the brothers have been on the mic together, and, and they want that, and here you are, fucking around. For me to for me to sing in Righteous Cowboy Lightning, there needs to be like seven other people in the room. <laughs> <laughs> there needs to be instruments. Let's go out on Seymour and round up a couple more people. Yeah, we got, okay, <laughs> well, we got no, three in this room. specific people. Like it's <laughs> we got three in this room, plus the ghost of Amp Records here. No question. Just do it. Okay, fine. If you're not going to do it, talk about your other bands. Is that it? Yes. You got three bands. That's it? Yes. I said that's, yes. Yeah. 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 No kidding. all just dejected. Well, stand up for yourself, God damn it. Do it. This Jordan guy sucks. <laughs> Jordan's on tour, man. Jordan's on tour, man, in his mind. Listen. Jordan at home. 
Listen, uh, I love how I just said I was like, Jordan oh, AOL. yeah, three bands. That's it. Okay, whatever. Like three bands wouldn't just completely occupy all that's your goddamn time. What else? Then? So what else? Yeah, I, I'm playing in a band in, from Winnipeg called Catalyst. <gasps> Catalyst. Okay, talk about Catalyst. And that's more like the stuff I grew up on, like pop punk, punk stuff, pop nice. punk stuff, like uh, incomparable to what other groups, other established groups. Uh kind of like. Cartel meets uh, all-time low kind of starting line ish. Which okay. you, these are all very niche so bands. Those are pretty know. obscure. <laughs> Sounds pretty obscure. <laughs> People are like, wow, I know none of those bands. Yes. <laughs> you know what? Just say boxcar racer and call it a day. Yeah, okay, here we go. Like a boxcar like, racer. Uh, cross between the Carpenters and uh, uh, the Partridge uh, family. Carpenters and Partridge family. I could have just completely made up names. It sounds like uh, Boomstand meets uh, Door meets Sure. So wait, you're, sure I just want to point out that your your quote completely made up name was Boomstand, which is just like a derivative of Boomsday. Do you ever keep a list of things that should be band names? I keep a list of things that you should never be a part of ever, including uh, Boomstand. <laughs> Which is a fake ass band you just made up, and I have, I have them in here somewhere. So that's two bands that you've named. Wait, no, that's no, three. Three. You guys can't. Count. Jordan Solo. on tour. So, yeah, sure. that's like not even his bad name, but that's his Twitter name. Let's plug it. Jordan right. on tour and Instagram and it's okay. And uh, Snapchat. Uh, hey, hell, easy of, hell, of, hell of a bunch of cowboys. Hell of a bunch doing a job. And Vine. Righteous cowboys. Lightning. No, there's lightning. Righteous in there. cowboy lightning. lightning. Righteous Ooh. cowboy lightning. Cowboys lightning. <laughs> and fucking there's ca- catalyst. Wait, catalyst. He said catalyst too. Catalyst he? out of Winnipeg. Righteous. See, we're your brothers. Cowboy if, lightning. Can all keep up with this? What did you think? Have you ever thought about just focusing? You ever just thought about you know narrowing? I in? have. I have talked about thought about focusing, but North Shore. To, uh, if we're gonna get real, I I uh I have this new motto as of last year, and it's really helped me. Okay, what's that motto? Uh, if you can't keep happy, keep busy, and keeping busy has definitely helped me keep happy so wow really yes see i have an anti-motto to that which is that just because you're busy doesn't mean you're doing anything oh just because you're busy doesn't mean you're doing anything are you saying that to him right now well you can take it are you fucking (laughs) are you ripping the heart out of this guy's fucking soul clearly i'm not saying it to him well actually you know i I I don't let that you know what i I am i don't let that affect (laughs) my my stand on it stir the pot again it's what worked for me Okay, it's what we're for you. Beer. Jesus. Yeah, maybe. What about me? Okay, it's only two left. Here you go. You I'm boys starting to get pretty fucking you, vicious. You guys over take here. them. Take these two. There's not like two left. There's only two left. We've been drinking this fucking for all afternoon. So whatever. Is there a liquor store close? Yeah, close. Keep the keep the tab running. The I'll uh, I'll run out and get beers. Holder now. Holder there, bud. Do yeah, they listen. deliver? So yeah, they deliver. So G-Tone, you're sitting here. Shockload uh, just put out its new album, Attractive Distraction. Uh, how are things going with that? You guys having a good time? You guys, uh, you're also a member of two other groups though, uh, Spree Killers and Strugglers. Let's chat about Spree Killers for a bit. How excited are you to be uh, recruited onto that team? Who's who are the members of that team? Very excited about the Spree Killers. We got uh, Steve Gervais. Yep. On drums, mm-hmm. and we got Ryan Summerton on lead guitar, Shredder. Extraordinaire. Okay. We got uh, the couple, Fanny Adams and mm. Chad Slice. Fanny's the vocalist, right? Yes. She is very pretty and she's very talented. I like her. I'm really, really excited to be in a band with these guys. They're all very, uh, very, very talented, very, uh, very cool people. 
professionally driven. They want to take it to the next level and, and things like that. Yes. Yeah. They're yes. There, all... there, there are some things that have to uh, that have to sort themselves out in the next two or three years, but uh, I think things are. In I order. think the Spree Killers should uh, should travel the world. Wow, that's a that's pretty awesome, man. You okay. you obviously believe in the product a lot, um, uh, dude. Does Jordan have you heard Spree Killers since G Tones joined? No, I no, haven't. They have this one record. Uh, they just put this live video too. You should check out. But like, uh, they they have a song called. It's like this. This is my impression of it. And sorry, Fanny, I probably don't do it as half as good. But it's like, I only fuck, I only fuck dead girls. I, I only fuck, I only fuck dead girls. girls. Fucking right. That song is so badass. It's good. I only fuck, I only fuck. Hey, dead what's that girls. song about? Uh, well, the band is called Spree Killers. And most of the songs are about, uh, well, they're written from the standpoint of being a killer of some sort. So that one's about necrophilia. So clearly about necrophilia, bro. Yeah. Clearly, clearly. <laughs> about neca- I mean, it's called. Question. I only, I mean, it's called I only fuck dead girls. Oh, sorry. Uh, Thank you for clarifying. That. Oh, sorry about we, that. We we just wrote one recently called I want to fuck your face. Well, okay. And this is going to be this is going to be a very very good song as well. Tell me about it. What's it about? Uh, yeah, is there a deep meaning? It's like when I see you walk by, wow. I wanna fuck your face. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I absolutely. Is love it based it. on like a reality that I'm not aware of? Like, uh... Uh, I think it's got something to do with uh, slightly insane thoughts. So what, like, you just see a stranger on the street and you're just like, you're like it's oh man, I would time. love to fuck, fuck that face. face. I can see that. I think that kind of stuff all the time. Yeah. I think it all the time. I I've think. never thought that. Sometimes leads to stalking and. Uh, uh, oh yeah, uh, sorry, I've been there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, this wait guy's been yeah. there. So, <laughs> I just think it's hilarious. Did I ever that, tell uh, you about my stalker? Well, hold on, hold on, wait, wait. I want to talk about your stalker in a second, but just like G Tone, uh, you're also part of the Strugglers, and uh, you fucking head up by none other than Burt Man. I love that motherfucker. He's a good guy. Also, a Habs fan there, Jordan. You mean the only team? The only team. Bert. Bert is uh, Bert's an amazing individual. He's a strong vocalist, man. Bert's been sober for like a year or almost a year. Mm. And We're friends his, on Facebook. His vocals these days are unbelievable. Unbelievable. We played Lanaloos the other night and what? it was awesome. It's packed? Packed. Packed to the goddamn tits? Packed house. We've That's also got James Brander on drums and Brent, uh, what's Brent's name? <laughs> fuck meat. I always just call him Brent. I don't no, know. We call him fuck meat. Fuck meat? Yeah. I don't know if I Brent I've ever, Johnson. I don't think I've ever called him that. <laughs> <laughs> fuck meat? <laughs> yeah. Brent Johnson on guitar, uh, Rich Hopkins on guitar, Bert on vocals, and yours truly on uh, on, on the uh, four strings. On the bass. Because bass, bass is easy. You think bass is easy? Yeah. Well, I guess because you're good at it. So you think... No, no, no. It's got nothing to do with being good at it. Wait a minute. Jordan, you're a guitar player. Do you think guitar is easy? I, uh, no. Guitar's a little more complicated. Hold on. I want to just criticize Jordan hard here for a second. People are picking give on my me, hat. Give me your fucking answers way better. 
Like, you're just like, uh, I, well, I don't know. You know, you sound like- Are you going like, to edit this afterwards? Like, no, you're no. literally giving him shit on the yeah, podcast. Right now. No, it's pretty real. This, yeah. is, this is what Intergalactic <laughs> Interviews is about. <laughs> this is what it's about. I'm interviewing you in Intergalactic Actually, Critique. without even See, being here- Hey, did you see what just happened? You were, you were giving the youngest brother shit. And then I was giving yeah. you like, shit. Are you really good? Are you gonna edit this? <laughs> no, no, no. But you don't even, you don't even know, Gitone. Every single episode I've listened to, somehow I come up and I get bugged somehow. Oh. That's, that's not even oh, a fucking you got a joke. Because you're pick. the youngest. Shit you fucking flows you downhill, bro. That's right. You know what? You got something to say? You gotta fucking say it right now, Jordan. Say it right now, Jordan. What's the bone? Jordan William bone McDonald. Okay, Jordan so William the, the McDonald. The ones I can think of. I got I got bugged because apparently I I made a big deal about chips in my my windshield. Who did that? Uh, Who said that? That was kids. Oh, when buddies, <laughs> my buddies and kids, they're like, when we had kids on the, the, on the show. Was, oh, you were the instigator. You're like, you're like Jordan says it's like a thousand dollars for a windshield. <laughs> I've never said that. These guys have never. Gito was in the car. He heard all that stuff. It was just like, oh, are we okay? Are we okay? Oh, you just punched oh, sorry, my Oh, how about oh, you punch your mic? I'm gonna Yo, fucking come up in your cipher, cipher and punch, punch your mic around. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, sorry to punch your mic, but listen, Gito was in the car when we went across country that time, and fucking. It's all of a sudden he gets one little chip in the truck he's like god this is gonna cost me like a fortune and yes, then the like what are you talking about no he does it's like ten dollars it's not ten dollars it's ten dollars that's the problem here it's not ten dollars it's at least sixty bucks okay so kids threw you under the bus and I instigated okay, that's it whatever. okay then, whatever and then Jesse Laborde like was like, was like <laughs> he didn't answer my messages on Facebook well why didn't oh, you answer his messages he's my least favorite McDonald's no he kidding that. he said yeah, those exact well, why didn't you answer no, his messages you know messages? what I've got a bone to pick with Kenora in general in general I've got amazing, amazing uh, musicians that are in great bands that would love to fucking stop in Kenora and Thunder Bay to play great shows for all the amazing people that are there. But for some reason, it's impossible to find a promoter that will book you in Kenora. Can I explain? I, Please I, explain. I would love to know So you guys, you guys don't have a lot of insight. You haven't been around. So what, what's actually <laughs> taking place? Yeah. So it's actually illegal in Kenora to play an amplified instrument after 8 p.m. Inside or outside. Is that a bylaw? That's a bylaw. Without That's because Kenora's smart. Kenora's really smart. Cultural fucking wasteland. Wasteland. Anyways, Total wasteland. I, I actually don't even like perpetrating... What's the word for it? I don't like enforcing that, what you just said. So I, I've been encouraging. That. I don't like encouraging that the The, the cultural wasteland. Cultural wasteland. Well, we don't well, either. We yeah. talked about that before on a couple of other episodes. But, we, were, we, were, wait, we were talking about that a couple of other episodes ago, and it's like, it's not that it's a cultural wasteland and what you're thinking, like nothing comes of it. It's that no a works. lot of talented people come from there. It's just you have to leave because there is no infrastructure in place in order to develop us to another level. Do you know how a city grows? Is when really amazing people gather together and they create more people and people want to stay around them because that's how awesome they are and it's like eventually people get to a point in our small town where we grew up in Kenora where it's like I don't want to be here anymore because there's nothing else that I can offer the city that because the city stopped it's like at one point the city offers you more than what are you guys holding hands this is fucking weird okay yeah, I haven't seen each other in a long yeah, time it's, it's they just like well. reach hands across the couch to each other and touch okay listen <laughs> It's, it's like at one point when you're growing up, the city can offer you way more than you can offer it. And then eventually you can offer way more than the city can offer. Tell us about Kenora right now. Tell us. So What's the problem? Problem with Kenora, there's the Rideout Community Club, which was like the place to put on local shows. It was a years. venue. A lot of us got our some of our starts there and I played a lot of them. A lot of, a lot of starts in that venue. I used venue. to put on shows at the Norman Community Club, Rideout Community Club. I used to put on pretty much all of the shows. Okay. 
No, I don't want to say all the shows because there were other people all the time. You're I talking stopped, like post arrows. We we had the Legion, we had the Rabbit Lake yeah. Community right, no, Club, we we had others. the the Columbus Club. We had we had all I'm kinds of building myself. Even up. even, even shooters, even shooters lends itself to us every now and then. Shooters, shooters is actually still Norman. pretty good to us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but shooters is always good to us. Rideout is the only community club that right now that'll allow local shows, but they can't because there's one old neighbor. Mm-hmm. Who calls in the cops every time there's yeah. if there's anyone playing music there? So what if are you we want to put do? on a show for for Jesse Labordes? You can't. You want to put him on at Shooters? You can't because he's too political. They won't put him on there. That's it's it's easy as that. Wait a minute, they won't put him on because he's what, political. What about, that, that's the uh, that's, first time I've heard that's, that's, that. What about the cornerstone? Not, I, sorry, or, I don't. I, what about the cornerstone or the Bijou? There's smaller stone, rooms. Cornerstone there. there. and Bijou are perfect. What like, about that new bottling and fucking actually, brewery or whatever? I can pull up the history of the message. He says I didn't respond to him. I sent him back David Casey's. Uh, who's the Bijou? I sent him back his well, contact. Info. Okay, just to address the Laborde thing. First of all, you gotta understand Jesse's fucking around. Okay, like he's just I know, he's but, but fucking people, with you. People call my shit. I have no problem. Coming oh wait, back. you don't like mm-hmm. that he didn't say like just kidding after or something no, like that? No, I just I, well, I people listen to that episode and they're just like clearly this Jordan McDonald doesn't have a shit together. No, it's every episode <laughs> someone's like Jordan McDonald sucks. That's <laughs> no one says you suck. Okay, like here's what happened. Laborde, the reality is. You didn't call him back, and that's fine. That's oh fine. my god, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. No, the the fact is, whether it's Jesse Lee Bourdais or West of Hell, <laughs> what did you say, Jesse like, Lee Bourdais? Whatever, fucking. Every time I say his name, he says that's the French pronunciation. I'm like, I don't fucking know <laughs> because, the because difference between Le Bourdais or Le Bourdais no, or Le Bourdais. No, Le he, he says that Le-bourdais. because he thinks because you're our like our brothers. He, he thinks that you're a Habs fan, so he's trying to fuck with you because oh, he always fuck, gives I, me no, French. No. And I'm Hockey, always like, no. I'm always like, you understand? There's nothing French about our family, right? And he's always like, McDonald's. He's like, whatever, McDonald's, <laughs> McDonald's. Yeah, McDonald's. So he's like Le Bourdais. Okay, so wait, what? Do you, what happened? What? What were you saying? What were we talking about? You said. Uh, uh, oh, the the point is, if if there was a venue that was uh, that was willing to speak, even just like answer messages from touring musicians, they would have so many more fucking opportunities open up for them because every band that travels Canada goes through Northwestern Ontario saying, "Ah, it's gonna be shit from Winnipeg to fucking Sault Ste. Marie." Everyone, Here's, every but single if you, one. If you yeah. had a night in Kenora and a night in Thunder Bay where you could contact the locals and let them know that you're coming through and you have a venue that's 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 uh, that will allow that to happen, you can be part of what's happening nationally. Here's here's what happened. Internationally. Here's, yeah. here's what happened. When I totally I, agree, man. When I was putting on shows, it got to the point where it, it actually becomes more work than it's worth. The promoter makes z- nothing on a show nothing it's so much work you're begging people to come out all the time right. and you have to put someone at the door because people are, are copying stamps on each other to get in mm-hmm. it's a five dollar show and people are still sneaking in to mm-hmm. go and then people get mad at you because well, you're, you're, you're you the need, one who has you to need the right but you're the one who's kicking people out of the venue because they brought alcohol mm-hmm. in and so everyone knows you as the asshole right. and no one wants to be the asshole I, I, well, I stopped doing see, it see that's a hall yeah. we, we need a legitimate that, we need a legitimate venue, venue. with security not, with security yeah. and a promote and an in-house promoter see that's it's the problem you're right that, I agree the, I, the, the freelance promoters will never make a dollar honestly let me the problem is that there's and like we've all been through this is that when you're promoting and you're also doubling as an artist especially if you're involved in the bill it's a very very hard position to put yourself in because you're trying to appeal to a mass market and in which you want to bring people in 
and as a draw. And, and like what you're doing as, as a promoter essentially is always, you're always on, you always have to be able to answer that phone. You always have to be able to solve problems left and right. And you know what? The more and more you expand your network and you figure out, okay, there are people that just promote and you're like, wow, this guy does really well because all he does is promote and that's all he has to do. You start realizing like, like I made a pact to myself years and years and years ago, boys. So I was like, I am never, ever, ever, ever going to do another show ever where I have to promote it and fucking do it. The best I've ever done since then, I did one big Boomsday show like a year or two ago uh, at the media club and I 50-50'd it with Outline Agency because that's I didn't really want to do all the promo and shit. I didn't want to do all that and they did a great job. And that's what I'm talking about. It's like the headaches, you don't want to be that guy. And that's a problem. It's, it's, G-Tone's right though. There needs to be a contact for that venue. That's how we solve it. That's how we go ahead and do it's, it. It's not just that that is a bummer. When I started doing shows, it was for my, for my friends, like the guys in High Five Drive and the guys in Ten Second Epic and uh, great bands, by the way. Like and great bands. Uh, you know, it was at that point p- bands' expectations were so low. Just like when I was on tour, your your expectations were if I got gas money and a little bit of money for food or a place to crash, that's good, right? Right. As bands started getting a little bit, or as your name starts getting out there as a promoter, just like as when you're an artist, people start going. Oh, he puts on good shows. This is what you should expect of him. Yeah. They all talk to each other. So you give the one guy, <clears throat> you give the one guy pizzas, then the next guy expects pizzas, even if there's no one there. That's fine. I have no problem feeding people. I, I was on, I was on the road too. I was sleeping on hardwood floors. I know what it's like. Uh, but what ha- what ends up happening is, after a certain while, you get agents contacting you, and agents are. Oh man, I'm gonna like, <laughs> I'm gonna Go blackball myself in the industry. Who gives a shit? Do it. Do it. Who gives a shit? Agents are one of the worst things to happen to bands. Because <laughs> That's they, not a newsflash, by the way. <laughs> but they, they treat promoters like garbage. Yeah. And and all you are is a number to them. Yeah. What the fuck? What are you, like, dropping fucking science here? Obviously. Like, but, <laughs> but at that point, you start getting riders. And I have no problem. Like I said, I have no problem feeding people. I have no oh, problem wait. People may not know what that is at home. Uh, a so, rider is like, uh, for people at home, when you're an artist, uh, you can ask for a certain amount of accommodations to be sent to you, whether that's like food or beverages or towels or whatever the fuck. Super specific yeah, riders. It, like, yeah. We'd get oh, yeah. we'd get a small band that's touring in like a 15-passenger van, not even a trailer, just a small band, and they'd be asking for like fruit trays and like specific types of of pop they're like it's like pepsi not coke i'm like okay we can bring you pepsi that's like it's not a big deal but like you're mm. you're asking a lot from a small promoter for a hundred person venue that's right and well yeah I, but I, that that should come up in your in your uh your discussion in your conversations leading up to it you say you gotta negotiate. We, we have a small venue we only have sixteen thousand people we can expect maybe 15 20 kids we can give you a place to stay. You will get some gas money, and you'll get probably a fucking frozen lasagna from someone who takes pity on you. But yeah. at least you don't have to fucking go twelve hours between fucking cities. That's right. See that but, rider is just a boilerplate, dude. Like I it's know, just well, it's a start off point. Like if you just accept it a whole whole width, then what, yeah, what, yeah. Gnar has to like they have to legitimize what they're offering. When we That's had right, management on the road, the the rider is actually really nice. I know why it's asked for, and I I'm really just I'm. I hate that we're kind of making you like the spokesperson for Kenora right now, Jordan. I know, like the reality is like just because like you're you're staying there right now, it's like we're all from there. That's why we all have an opinion of it, but we're not like singling you out. Like I don't want you to think like we're like making you speak on behalf. No, I know because like, that's I, a fucked up scene, and I, I don't want you to bad think when it's you guys like send me people and you're like, hey, can you put a show on for this person? And I'm like, I don't really do that anymore, and I don't I don't really have. I feel like, I don't feel like I should have to explain to anyone why no, I don't want to put on. It's, show. it's, no, not, it's not, not that we're blaming you. It's that. 
people say, you know, fucking if if the drive from Winnipeg to Sault Ste. Marie wasn't so bad, uh, we'd probably play fucking full Canadian tours instead of yeah. just a West Coast tour. I don't want to like down talk uh, anything and about I'm like, well, fuck, I've, Bay, got, but... I've got friends and family in my hometown that would love to see great mus- musicians come through if only it was more accessible. Exactly. So There's when a people lot of come to me, like when West of Hell came to me and said, and how do we play Kenora? I say, Wes Romanak at Shooters is the, the guy to talk to. So but sh- then, Shooters did Wes no, actually then, say no he, he wouldn't, because uh, Wes books at Shooters. He's always been super good to all of us in this room. But, uh, uh, ask question. But, uh, oh, right. but yeah. has Wes ever actually said those words that he wouldn't book Jesse because he's too political? No, no. I'm sorry. That, that was me inferring on... Past, past experiences so, with him, like what? No, sh- shooters. Let's let's be honest about what shooters is. It's a top forty dance bar that okay. sometimes has bands. Yeah, that's what they'd prefer to. They prefer dance just to, to dance. Fucking yeah, record music. When I do sound, pay five bucks to see a band for sure. When I do sound at shooters, which is quite, which is quite often, a lot of times I'm doing sound for a band, and like worst thing that'll have happen come, someone will come up to the booth and say. Hey man, can I request a song? Like, well, there's actually a band playing. I can't really change what they're doing. They're not. Yeah. Okay. This isn't Chuck E. Cheese. They're yeah. not. <laughs> they don't just. Start, the animatronic <laughs> fucking like, like. Welcome to Happy Birthday. Yeah. Welcome uh, to the cultural wasteland where we don't know the difference between re- pre-recorded music honestly, and a fucking talented band on that's stage. True. The the actual people that are supposed to be supporting the scene aren't even educated to the point where they can even understand that. Like, like that's the thing. It's like people take for granted that a, a band is always going to come through, a band's always going to tour through, and they don't understand that, like, with all these turndowns that every every artist is getting, especially out west, now that we've established ourselves pretty pretty strong here on the left coast, it's pretty odd for us to, like, look at uh, the situation and, and, and think, like, oh, everything's going to be fine uh, as long as we, you know, as long as we have a couple shows whenever we want on our own terms. It's like, you got to fucking have venues bu- built up. I really think... For you personally, Jordan, that you should just continue to focus on the artistry. Stop booking shows. Like that's, I, I know you have. I've been doing. I know you have already. But like, you know what? You got to do. You got to find. It's like this. Here's what. I, here's what I'm predict. I'm gonna predict this. There you go. This here's, guy's gonna fix everything. Oh, for thank, you. thank you, Miss Cleo. All right, here, I'm gonna predict this. Here's what you should do. There's gonna be someone in that area who doesn't really make it to the standard that they want with what they're doing as an artist, and they're gonna put that on the shelf and give it up, and they're just gonna promote, and they're gonna dig that whole thing out of the whole ground and everyone's going to go wow since so and so took over that whole scene is picked right up and honestly that's the kind of thing I would, like I, would I, I don't have person. a big problem yeah and of course you'd help because you're as part of the infrastructure but even that see here's what I'm saying you shouldn't even have to dude you shouldn't even have to there should be other people stepping up to do that and that's the difference between a larger scene and a small town scene and a, and a stopover uh, you're like it's a stopover town at this point G-Tone's right isn't there an arts and cultural association in Kenora that should like yeah, take like, it upon themselves to exactly. make sure that there's a venue for up and coming musicians what's wrong to play why are you shaking your head you can't talk I can't I, well they, they put themselves together because there was an article that fucking called Kenora a cultural wasteland and they were all up in arms but we can't play a fucking mu- we can't play a musical instrument after eight o'clock in any venue oh, because the city on. like can't this arts and cultural center go to the city and say hey you're killing Fucking arts. Wait, when did with that this bylaw... stupid fucking bylaw? When did that bylaw you can't kick whistle? In? You can't whistle walking down the fucking in the middle of the day. You can't whistle a tune. It's against <laughs> the law to whistle a tune 
unless you're you're uh, telling someone that you're, you're they're in danger or something. I believe that. Is that true? Came, Absolutely. Yeah. You believe, can't blow a whistle. What? You can't whistle a tune. You can't wow. fucking ring a bell. Really? Wow. Absolutely. Anything this is Kenora for you. I believe that law came in under Len Straight out of Compton. Len Compton, Mayor, mayor Len. Is he still the mayor? No. Okay, like so. When when was that? Like then, like a few years ago, a couple years ago. But I've played in in Kenora a few times since then. No, no, no. Myself personally, you're, I performed. So what? Because I I'm doing yo yo hippity hop. It doesn't count. No, no. Because because you're at a, a commercial the bar. You, you did it at Shooters who have shooters, a, who has a they have uh, they must liquor have license or uh, some sort of a. So what if you have a liquor license, it's okay to perform. No, it's like no, no like noise. They have a business license to serve and uh, entertain. Serve and entertain until two a.m. Blah blah blah. I think we all kind of hold Kenora when, really when close. When it comes to close when, it, when it comes to the recreation centers, right? You, you need like even for a wedding or a uh, or a whatever, you need a, a an event license to sell alcohol and to make noise until usually one o'clock in the morning. And then, and then the police have the right to come in after that point. Is that the is that the right? If you pay for the license and it's approved, yes. that seems really draconian, even compared to Vancouver. But we laws. never we never got those licenses. Where, with, where which is what what the problem is, right? With that being we, said, we always just rented the place yeah. for seventy bucks. And Jor- Jordan's four it's years not like we were running a bar yeah. or anything, but people were drinking for well, sure. Jordan's four years younger than me, and I'm seven years younger than G Tone. And in that regard, there's like literally I've seen both of those eras being between the two of them like uh g-tone's right like there was never that law when he was coming up g-tone groomed me to i'm come sure there the was industry. i'm sure they they've sold event licenses forever and if we were if we were inviting a thousand people i never dealt with that Did if, you? We, if we were inviting 500 to a thousand people i'm sure that the they would have charged well, us they, for not having an event license i'm and, sure they'd want their taste obviously of course. but the thing is there's so many like and this is really putting people on blast, but there's so many kickbacks that go on from oh. all types of shit. It's like, how am I supposed to, how am I supposed to uh, uh, agree to these like bullshit laws when clearly it's like the people who put them in place aren't even in power anymore or benefiting from them. It's like other people are upholding them and not even taking those kickbacks. That's what I'm saying. If there's already things in place for you to for you to profit off it, like for instance. Okay, we can't play an instrument after 8 p.m. according to your venue laws or whatever, this stupid bylaw. Fine. But maybe you, maybe we can if we put quote-unquote liquor into the, the, the whatever, if we give them proceeds of the liquor cut or whatever the fuck. That's how you, it usually goes pay, anywhere else. Yeah, if you pay for the license, That's they right. don't allow you to do anything. That's we, right. We so did actually bullshit. do a ride-out show. As, we did one in November for the first one I've actually, I've actually played in three years. Okay. And it was awesome. It was good? Right. Was, I saw was, pictures. I, I, I heard it was great. Good draw. Shut down. We we got a noise. Uh, what do you call from it? From the old man. Complaint. No, no. We got a noise which uh, bypass license. Oh, really? What is that? What it's called? I Did you have to? I pay? don't know what it's called, but uh, they actually don't. Well, I shouldn't tell. Anyways, we had we yeah we had to pay for one. Or not? Or you didn't have to pay for one? We got it. If that's a way to get around it, you got to let people know. Well. You was, go to the city and you say, we want to have, is this what you did? Yeah, well, we paid for it. Yeah, it yeah like, you it go like to the city bucks. and you say, we want to have some bands over. Can we get the fucking permit? 25 bucks? If that's it, that's easy. Rideout used to have a permanent one. Now they don't after right. all the complaints. This old guy was the biggest problem. He's the one who got the law put in I'm place. I'm sure he's still the problem. 
He's probably exactly but no, it's not it's not the old guy. It's the it's the youngsters that show up with booze and drink behind the the rink and get into fights and and get rowdy and all that. I don't think the old guy would have a problem if everyone was there. Oh no, he did because even when civil. even when the guys were just there jamming because uh, the oh way yeah that, that's there. right yeah oh, they used we, to just we've rehearse had rehearsed there right yeah. I used to rehearse there, and we had complaints in the middle of the afternoon. The cops would come and stick their head in the door and be like, what are you guys doing? We're practicing. Rock and roll, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Practicing, recording, usually, you know? What would they say to that, usually? What would they let you complain? Oh, we we had a a complaint. We thought that there was a big party here or something. Yeah. Four o'clock on Monday. Three of us, and we're rehearsing (laughs) our instruments. Like, you're... The neighbors there just fucking and the guy, don't get it. As he walks out, he's like, "Do you know any Freebird or something like?" Just some stupid shit. Comment. No, the the old guy that complains is like eighty nine years old, and he fucking hobbles along, and <laughs> it's just the house. Well, let's just wait. His house up. is the closest one to the community club. Clearly, there's two so it, options. It disturbs him. We can wait this guy out. Here's the here's the reality. We're gonna wait this person out. They're gonna die. Probably oh, yeah. any time this year, now. For sure. This is someone's grandpa or this grandma. Year's the year. It's too shit. cold. Too cold for any yeah. anyone to survive. That's what I'm saying. It's, we need a nice cold snap. If he would just get outside and the temperature drop, boom, this whole problem be this over. This is the worst conversation I've ever been a part it's, of. <laughs> You're plotting someone's accident. I'm not death. plotting it. I'm, I'm just calling it for what it is. You know what? That's the thing. That's the thing. You know what? You've been in the city too long. You've been in the town of Kenora too long. And and you, you think everyone's. Too long. You, too think, long. you think everyone there's a nice guy. And then Too you live in the city for, for a little bit. It jades you a little bit. You got to think, ah, you know what? The guy next to me on the train, he's gonna die. Hopefully before fucking, me. Yeah, he might. He might fucking die. Before you guys me. are terrible people. Yeah, maybe we'll get uh, one rock and roll show without a complaint. Yeah, maybe I can play a stringed instrument without anyone being uh, upset. That's like what I'm going I, for. I I try to empathize with people, even people who have trouble into my life and I, I try to think like if my house was next to a community club and I wasn't a musician and I didn't understand it because I, <laughs> I might no it might be you'd, might be, like, you'd uh, be the old crotchety fucking bullshit dude, asshole like, that calls on the I love the way he's, I love the way he's just like and I didn't understand it like, that's, that's, that's all it comes down to is the guy doesn't understand the, the music that they're playing right if it was if it was something that he listened to growing up, maybe he'd be like, "Oh, so this is a great time." To, what you need to do is learn the fucking French so, horn or something, and they're just like, "I beg to differ." If we pulled up and played Johnny Cash songs all night, I think he'd still call and Let fucking complain. Hear the train I don't know if he likes Johnny Cash. I didn't ask him. Do you like do you like Johnny Cash? Do you want to sing Folsom Prison Bru- no. Blues right now? Bruce. Love you. The beers fill are coming. Some, <laughs> fill some prison bruises. <laughs> fill some prison, bruh. Why don't you fucking talk about that? Listen, Rose. Actually, you know what? I just took a look at the clock, and we're almost fucking done. I get. I can. You're you be- kidding? Yeah. Is that you, it? Yeah. Can you believe how fast this went? Game over. I'm not even kidding. Did I feel you- like we were really negative, like 90 percent of this. No, whole thing. we're not negative. We're calling the situation for what it is, and the reality is, is like there's a huge, huge geographical hole of booking that goes from the Manitoba border pretty much to fucking halfway through Ontario. And it really sucks. And the reality of it is it's all based on bylaws that are outdated and don't make sense, and they're not conducive to the talent involved. People are really upset that they get labeled, that the town gets labeled a cultural wasteland. And they, they're like, what can we do? And they create this arts and whatever entertainment council. I don't even know who runs it. But the reality is fucking, uh, I can't believe I just used the F word as I'm about to say this. But listen, Lloyd Mack of Kenora Daily Minor News was very kind and G-Tone you don't even know this but uh, there's an article about us all of us in the paper that came out today yeah 
came out. Yeah. I haven't haven't read it yet, but I've been receiving texts from family all day. Did you say bad things about me? I I just called it like it is. Like, we're talking right now. And I was just like, hey, this is what I feel about the situation, and this is how it is. And I feel like if there was a a stronger presence, maybe people would start to give a shit. And I got to thank Lloyd Mack for stepping up. He's always been good to us, and he's a voice uh, at the paper. He basically is that goddamn paper, if you ask me. And uh, now that John Thompson and Garrett have. Ah, well, you know, I got my opinions about Johnny Thompson anyway. So that's okay. But then that guy go over to, uh, not, well, minor news of some. Johnny T's a friend of mine. So yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Listen, uh, I got to let you guys know I really appreciate you making time to come down here. Jordan, this is your first time on the show. Did you have fun? I definitely did. Do you want to hear some uh, questions from the viewers? Yes. Okay, here we go. First question is, uh, what is your favorite song from the Me Monster? Favorite song from the Me Monster? Jordan used to play in a band called the Me Monster. He was a front man. He wrote all the shit. Uh, I really liked a song called... That's a really good question. Yeah. I haven't actually thought about that in a Come long on. time. Come on. Uh, make a Sound. It was one of the newer songs that never really made it anywhere. Make It Sound? Make a Sound. Make a Sound? Was it released? Yeah. I never even heard it's, it. It's on our MySpace. Oh, God. <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, G-Tone. Uh, there was a question from the last show that you were on that never got asked, but a uh, uh, fan question was, uh, oh, what the fuck was it? Oh, uh, do you prefer no effects or face-to-face, one or the other? Face-to-face, no, sure. with Hands down? Hands down. Fucking A, this I'm, guy I'm knows. I'm actually the opposite. This dude I, I, knows. Pre- I prefer no, no effects over face-to-face. Really? That doesn't surprise me. That does not surprise me. The, uh, the, <laughs> the influences are strong. And... Uh, Let's see. One more question. Do you want one more question? Yeah. Jordan, special guest. Do you want a, one more question? Okay. Would you rather have three arms and one leg or one leg and three arms? That's the same thing. Okay. That was just a test. That was just a fucking test. What was your answer anyway? Uh, Both. That's a lie. See, you're wrong. I immediately got that wrong. Okay, look. Two arms and two Wait, legs. If I had both, that means I'd have two legs and six arms. Okay. Which is a- Would you rather have three legs and one arm or three arms and one leg? I'm confused now. How many arms do I have? Three. <laughs> Would you rather have three arms and one leg? Yeah. Or three legs and one arm? Uh... Think about it. What What is my primary point in life? Am I trying to climb or am I trying to run? What, I got to write your script now for you too? No, me, just, tell me what you feel about that. If my objective is to climb, I'd rather have more arms. If my objective <laughs> is to run, I'd rather have more legs. <laughs> I, I feel like know. that's a fair climbing, answer. You, you so need dumb. strong legs when you're climbing too, yeah, you know. Wait a minute. If my objective no, is I think I, two arms and two legs is perfect. Yeah, you don't no, no. want... You don't want some stupid <laughs> number of imbalance. Either. Yeah. No, but if I have three arms, yeah, that means I have more upper body strength. I have one and a half upper body strength of a normal human. <laughs> that means I can climb trees. <laughs> I love you. Like, if my primary purpose is to climb, like, whose primary purpose is to climb? By the way, monkeys. That's uh, it. M- maybe in this freak world, when I have three arms, my primary purpose is to climb. Okay. What do you? Obvi- got? Obviously, I've evolved to have three arms. Because of my primary purpose to climb. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to follow my brother Jordan, who's a very talented dude, and as much as I rip on him all day on the show, I love this kid really much, and uh, I don't see him very often in person. Oh. So uh, if you want to follow him on Twitter, oh. send him hashtag love. Uh, as, as Twitter is at Jordan on tour, uh, all one word. Can I be super Canadian for a second? Yeah, go ahead. I'd like to apologize to anyone I've offended in this 
episode of intergalactic <laughs> interviews too offensive uh wait what was the what was the thing too sandwich? offensive uh here's, a, here's another episode of <sighs> thanks g-town too offensive uh especially jesse laborde who i'm sure he's a great person but we had i'm sure he's i'm a sure great he's a person. great person you know what he would say that he'd be like you're like whatever bud fuck well, well fuck you why fuck you, tough. Tough. you did, didn't want to book me eh, bud? yeah i didn't want to book me eh? sounds like Quitter talk. Quitter <laughs> so, dead to me. It's dead. Yeah. And uh, as always, you can follow G Tone at Shockload on Twitter. Uh, that's that's at one word. At Shockload on Twitter and on Instagram at G Tone. Shockload Bandcamp. Bandcamp. Spree Killers. Uh, Strugglers. Four <laughs> videos. What do you think of your band? Strugglers. <laughs> four videos coming out in the next month and a half or so. Yep. You can uh, check the- out a song from North Shore at wearenorthshore.ca. That's a great slight answer. Uh, you know what? Uh, that's Rainbows, right? Yes. That video for Rainbows is really, really nice. Uh, Thank you. Should we listen to that, maybe? Yeah, I wrote that about Vancouver. Should so, we yeah. play that? Are you going to be upset? It was Rainfall. Rainfall is also about Vancouver. Rainfall's, you can play them both. Let's play Rainbows. Yeah, by North Shore. Yeah, Rainbows by North, North Shore or Rainfall Wait a minute. Should we, play, should we play something from Come Hither? Oh, we're not releasing that. Okay, not yet. Not yet. I've been doing this fucking thing with Jordan. It's a little pop, a little fucking... Uh, Words. Postal Service type record, and we love it. And it's called Come Hither. But uh, yeah, as always, you can follow me at MD on, uh, at, um, what? <laughs> at MD underscore Boomsday on Twitter. Amp Records. And uh, actually, yeah, now that I'm on Amp Records. Hashtag Amp Records. If you want to email me directly, you can email me at Jamie, J-A-Y-M-E. Oh, I thought your name was MD. Yeah, it's fucking Jamie too, by the way. J-A-Y-M-E at AmpRecords.com. So weird that sometimes when you hear that other person asking you questions and people just think it's you, they don't realize that there's another person in the room. Actually. I know it's weird. This guy always just follows me around and criticizes me. Yeah, hey, what are you doing there? What are you doing? Okay, yeah. just because I'm hanging out with the ladies. Okay, so fucking. <laughs> I forgot to make. Fun. Yeah, it Jay, is. You, you ever notice how when Jamie talks, he goes like, he goes, "Hey guys, I'm just gonna drink some beer." Okanagan. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. What do you? You think he's my brother? He doesn't know. You know? Do you know? Should you, we end you, up? You didn't want to comment on that? You've never heard him do that? Wait, why don't you get off your goddamn Dude, social media do and the, fucking do the talk ladies to us. thing again? Just get, I don't know. See, that's that's a Bill Burr thing. Just gonna go hang. Out. Know. I don't know. Well, that's it. Bill Burr is a fucking very funny guy, and I, I Bill just Burr. I like listening to Bill him. Burr. And, uh, he, Bill Burr. Know, I, I take some of his mannerisms. Oh no, Bill Burr. Oh no, Bill Burr. That's a, that's a where's your vibrato in your voice? You gotta, that's, Jordan, do you even know what show that is? You don't even know. Jordan, you don't even know. Yes. Four years younger than me, you don't even that know. Was, that was on the comedy Mr. Ed, bro. You don't even know. It's the talking no, horse on Mr. Ed. That was on CBC? Uh, TV Land at night. Why don't you just oh. go watch Littlest Hobo? you never I'm, even seen that show I'm either, eh? Sure that was Why don't you watch Beachcombers? you never watched that show. And I go from town to town and make a friend again. Fog Just can't wait to get on the road again. Okay, yeah. so on the road again. again. I just can't, can't wait to get on, on the road again. again. This shit's going down. I'm looking so at quick. places that I've never <laughs> ever been. Just can't wait to get on, on the road, road again. again. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning hey, in this week. Uh my my guest next week will be the incomparable uh, Phil Lehman of Amp Records, and really? he, he owns the goddamn joint, and maybe he will tell you guys why he thought it was a smart move to sign me to produce. You should ask him why it's haunted in here. I am going to ask you because it's hot as a goddamn bank vault in here. Okay, uh, you guys have anything else to say? Say goodbye. Suffocating. Suffocating. Words. Words. Okay, these are my brothers, and I love you guys. We're going to listen to North Shore Rainbows, and uh, I love you guys all. Talk to you a little bit. Boom, bro, Bye-bye. bro. Oh, we celebrate.
Until you spoke up